Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. Hello and welcome to Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. I'm Dusty. And I'm Mike. And welcome to our Season 3 Summit. In this episode, we're talking all about hiking trails. If you're joining us for the first time, Summit episodes are how we cap off each of our seasons here at Gaze at the National Parks. It's sort of like a slides review presentation of everything you learned in class right before your test. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It sure is. I mean, yep. get well, ready it, for that crib sheet, girl. It is the, like the time where we get to like talk about all of the parks from the one season together in one place. Mm -hmm. So, so there will be a test (laughs) and you'll need your number two pencils. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Remember those. Also everything just in my body seized up as I said that. Oh, I know. I know. No thanks. Test taking. Mm -mm. Uh Remember they're like, eat a good breakfast Mm -hmm. before you go take your standardized test. Make sure you bring a recreational reading book. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Mm-hmm. I no always hated. Are I didn't like tests that like where I remember one standardized test. The reading comprehension section was like four columns of small, enormous text, mm-hmm. and it was four passages that looked like that. And they gave you twenty-five minutes to read all four of them and answer ten questions each. That is like forty questions in twenty-five minutes. No. And read, like, a very long path. Like, no thanks. Yes. Goodbye, Mel. Um, sorry, Pearsons. Y'all suck. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. No thanks. No thanks. I'm not Educational testing. You are bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not here for it. <laughs> That's right. You heard it here first. Two educators <laughs> against educational testing. Well, and we aren't standardized, the first ones. Standardized testing. Yeah. Oh, definitely. standardized. That's no what thanks. I meant. Yeah. I'm out. Uh-huh. I'm out. Yeah, no thanks. Making your money, lobbying, doing things. No. Bad, bad, bad. Anyway, <laughs> down the rabbit hole <laughs> anyway, we go. Anyway, let's remember, let's take a minute to remember the parks we visited this season. They include Mesa Verde in Colorado, Great Sand Dunes, also in Colorado, Joshua Tree National Park in California, Petrified Forest in Arizona, Grand Canyon also in Arizona, Acadia in Maine, Catoctin Mountain in Maryland, and Gettysburg National Military Park in 
Pennsylvania. Each of the Summit episodes examines the parks of the past season through its own particular lens. Our Summit on Visitorship examined crowdedness, accessibility, location to civilization, and a whole manner of things you might be curious about when you are visiting one of those parks. Our Summit on Wildlife explores the delicate ecosystems of our parks and the lands that surround them through the lens of their flora and fauna. And our History Summit examines the past and present issues going on in the parks of this season. In this episode, we're going to be talking all about our hiking trails that we experienced while in the parks of this season. Some things that we're going to discuss include our favorite hikes within the parks, signage as we were on the trails, yes. sites that you get to see on these trails, as well as your best payoff views. Also, some hikes that we didn't get a chance to do while we were in the parks, but would definitely want to get back for. So where should we begin? Let's start with Mesa Verde. Great. Okay, so let's start with the Point Locale Trail. This trail was, it was fun. It yeah. was, it was near, windy. <laughs> it was windy. It was near the front of the park. Like yep. when you drive in from the visitor center, mm-hmm. pretty easy to get to. Pretty great view up top. Oh, yeah. It was a great view. Definitely one to enjoy. There wasn't a lot of signage. I don't remember that being the no, case. But, but there, it was pretty easy to... The trail was pretty easily marked. I'd like to know that it was the trail. Like, right. There wasn't... There was a little confusion at the top because things fall apart, but not too bad. Yeah. Next, mm-hmm. we have Petroglyph Trail. Uh, one of my favorite trails of yeah. all time. This of was a great time. one. This was... Talk about like an adventure. This was a total adventure trail. You were sort of like under the edge of like this cliff. You were up on top of like a mesa. You were seeing petroglyph. Like it had it all. It was Mm -hmm. real cool. The whole way was cool. You got great views. There was a lot of obstruction at the beginning. Like as you were kind of looking into, I think it was Spruce Canyon. It was really, really wonderful. Yes. It's a trail that reminds me of one that we did when we were at New River Gorge, which we haven't talked about yet, but yes. we will be. In but next we will season. be. But yes, mm-hmm. it does. It reminds yes. me of that. There are many, many other things to do in Mesa Verde, mm-hmm. including like a touring Cliff Palace, which right. isn't a hiking trail, but it is. It's a um, tour. It's a tour mm-hmm. with a guide, right? And there are other places uh, to tour as well, or other places to see. You may not be able to tour it as closely as Cliff Palace, but that includes Longhouse and Spruce Tree House. Those are the other ticketed ruins that you can go to. However, depending on the time of the year, they are on a different mesa from where Cliff Palace is. So the road to those spaces is often closed depending on the weather and time of year that you're there. It's mostly like a late spring, I think usually typically May through probably October is usually windows of things like that when it comes to weather. Don't expect to necessarily be able to get to Longhouse or Spruce Tree House unless you're there during the warmer months of the year. And that's something we missed because we were there in like late March, early April. So we weren't yeah. getting out there. So what was your favorite hike from Mesa Verde? A probably Petroglyph Trail. It was great. I wish that we had... There was another trail that would have been... Like into the canyon. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about that trail too. And Right. I think that was Spruce Canyon. And going back, that would be the one I would right. want to do. There was also a, another trail that launched from Point Lookout, the Point Lookout campground where we left it wasn't point lookout campground it was a campground that we left from remember the ranger was like oh it's a good trail but it's probably real yeah, snowy and it's muddy snowy i wanted um, to do and that, that was trail. a longer trail knife sedges right there too those would be great trails to definitely head back yeah, and do agreed but i do feel like we got 
like I think Petrocliff Trail was the real payoff for us there. Yeah. For sure. I, I mean agree. Cliff Palace and, and touring that was unbelievable and amazing. But as far as hikes go, Petrocliff Trail was a definite do that trail when you're there. Let's talk about great sand dunes. Great. So <laughs> great sand dunes. Which there are there are <clears throat> hikes. There are hikes nearby right. that aren't on the sand dunes. But right. there is the dune field, which, which is, is sort a of, giant yeah. sand dune. Right. Many, many sand dunes. It's together. sort of the thing to do at Great Sand Dunes. There are definitely hikes. We'll talk about those in a minute. But the dune field itself is its own sort of... I don't really want to use the word spectacle, but it sort of is. It's this... It's hard to miss. You can't, you can't avoid it. And it's kind of... It's the reason that that park is basically preserved. So it's kind yeah. of the thing to do. You can hike all the way up to Star Dune, which I believe was the taller of the two dunes, High Dune and Star Dune. And we did, I think we got to High Dune, the top of High Dune. And then we kind of were like, no. They said Star Dune, I think, was like a four hour round trip. It was something like that. Something like that. And I believe that because. Well, it's so funny when you look, when you're standing there looking at them, like it didn't feel to me like it would take two hours to get up to the top of that dune. No. And then once you start, once we started walking it. Right. I was like, oh, I see why it would take two hours. Right. And also we, um, I have a feeling it's probably pretty windy there always. Um, But we also had our, our sleds, which was basically like a giant sail. So much fun. It was fun, (laughs) but trying to walk with them. But walking with them was tough. Like the wind just resisted you. I had to hold it in front of me in order to walk. Mm -hmm. Because like holding it to the side would just topple you. Yeah. The dunes are great. I mean, for doing the sledding and you can get it like a board too. If if you know how to snowboard, you could probably snowboard, sandboard basically. We sand sledded, which was great. You can't rent those at the dunes so that's something to Mm -hmm. kind of look into prior to getting there there's also the creek that runs in front of the dune field that in the summer i think is like a happening spot to like hang out when it's warm so there's that to do so there's a lot to do within the dunes themselves there are hikes that go up into the mountains which seem like they would be like full day adventures but i'm sure are great they're like in like the pinion forests and pinion pine forests and things like that so there's definitely things that I would like dog here for a trip back, which would include include the Music Pass and the Upper and Lower Sand Creek Lakes. Um, seem like they would be great. They're like sort of like alpiney hikes yeah. to do, where you can look down and see the dune field, like That's where you're awesome. way above them. Yeah, there's didn't also get to do that. there's also Zapata Falls, which would be cool to go back and do. Yeah, but that is a have a jeep folks that's a rocky that road that was a rocky road rocky we could not bring the rental car mm-hmm. onto that road no no nope. that was my despair <laughs> i know but that but was then also we like went to the, the hot springs and felt better right yeah yeah we did hot springs make everything better they do so yeah so sand dunes not not so much of a hiking sort of adventure that we did there but the dune field itself is very worth it explore it and if you have the opportunity and you want to hike up into those like alpine forests, definitely do that. Something I would definitely like to do when we go back. Let's talk about Joshua Tree National Park. Joshua Tree. Love Joshua Tree National yeah. Park. There are lots of hikes in Joshua Tree National Park. Yeah. Though hiking isn't probably the first reason why people go to Joshua Tree National Park. Mm-mm. For some people, it's to destroy things. Well, that, yeah. 
that's for some people. We're talking about in the government shutdown when a bunch of people just ran over trees. Joshua mm-hmm. trees was awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about the hiking trails that we did do. Mm-hmm. We did an area called Jumbo Rocks. Right, which is kind of more exploratory than it is. Yeah, like a it wasn't really, there wasn't proper a paved trail, trail mm-hmm. but it was like here, like Explore. go wherever you want in yeah. this one area. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. We mm-hmm. also did 49 Palms Oasis. Right. Which is not in the park proper, but adjacent. It's like, um, it is in the park itself, but it's sort of like... But the you, entry part you is have to outside park of the park. Outside of the, well... It's like you don't drive in the main entrance. You like drive right. off a highway and dip in. Yeah. Like, and yeah. that's the only trail that's there, really. Like, you go for that. Then we did Hidden Valley Ranch Trail. <laughs> we did the Hidden Valley Trail. It was a nice loop, but it was also like that word that I I always have, but now I'm forgetting that you're like, what's that word? It's a, it's a this type of trail. An all levels kind of trail. Sure, it's an all levels trail. That's not the word I'm looking for, but it'll come back to me, <laughs> which was great. And that you sort of get to see a lot of the different flora and fauna of the park itself. It's like an informational trail. That's not the oh, right word. No, the word you're looking for is um, interpretive trail. There we go. Interpretive trail. It is an interpretive trail because there are some placards and things like that along the way that sort of like talk about different parts of the desert and the ecosystems that are there. But this was a really fun trail to like get to experience. It's also a great trail to kind of get like a lay of the land of what Joshua Tree is like. Yeah. That's what I would say. Like that's a good one to start with if you're interested Fully. in Joshua Tree and just getting an idea of what the park's like in general. And if you want to see something unlike anything else, do stroll through the Chola Cactus Garden. But very we carefully. Also did. <laughs> very, very carefully. carefully. Because if you trip and fall, that's mm-hmm. a bad move. That's mm-hmm. a bad thing for that's everyone involved. <laughs> yes. That's also kind of more exploratory. Like, an inter- not interpretive necessarily, but it's there's a, not it's, like a... It's not a hike, yeah, but it is a walkthrough. It is. And um, it's definitely worth doing. Yes. When it comes to signage in Joshua Tree, not There wasn't really, really a need for much signage, no. I felt. I mean, the Karens, signage in Joshua... There, jo- there were some Karens, yeah. but the signage in Joshua Tree was more for <laughs> things like interpretive trails. Yeah. Or like, you know, yeah. educational purposes. My favorite one was... 49 palms oh i me did too. love 49 me palms too. that i would i would want to do that again the second we get back oh yeah as I, well as the other things we hadn't seen before but I, I feel like joshua tree is a park that i never feel fomo when we leave a place but i don't feel like we had like i wish we had more time there that's yeah. a park where i really do feel like we sort of were in and out yeah and i mean we were there for two days we were our flight kind of got thrown off so we were supposed to be there earlier we we're supposed to have a little bit more time yeah. and that sort of like threw our adventuring off but there are a ton of tra- i mean if you look at the trails that are in the park there are a ton of trails like there's some longer ones too like the california riding and hiking trail it takes like two to three days to do this is like an uh these are like the strenuous trails and like not to attempt when it's very warm sort of thing right but there are some like six milers like the panorama loop or the not named after me but ryan mountain <laughs> trail <laughs> which is three miles so there are a bunch of things that like we didn't get a chance to do there's also the, I think it's the Noah Porphyry um, sculpture garden. There was the, um, oh, yeah. they're all just cool things in and around Joshua Tree that w- I would love to experience a little bit more. So that's definitely a park that we need to return to. Plus we have a friend that's out there now. So right. we have many friends, we have two out, friends there. out there. So um, definitely mm-hmm. something that we can hopefully get a chance to 
get back to sometime soon. Let's talk about Petrified Forest. Right. Um, and Painted Desert. And Painted Desert. they're next door. They are next door. We basically did it all. We did it all. We did it we all. We did everything that was available to us in yeah. Petrified Forest. Yeah. Um, which, for those who may not be familiar, the Petrified Forest is not like a forest of trees, of green trees that you walk through. It is a place to view the oldest and most dense collection of petrified wood, which mm-hmm. is when wood um, over years and years and years and millennia. years, a <laughs> mo- literal millennia mm-hmm. of time, like uh, transforms into what looks and feels like rock. Yeah. It is magical, yeah. unbelievable yes. science, what happens to trees and wood. Mm-hmm. And so there are pieces of petrified wood all over. Obviously, they must stay. Yes. Never take them. No. The rangers have a right to look through your car. <laughs> so, and they say that. They have a sign. Yes, but I like sign. that fast disclaimer there. Well, don't, mm-hmm. yeah, don't take yeah. things. No. My mom was like, oh, would you be able to get me a piece of petrified wood? I was like, no. She was like, I meant at the gift store. Obviously, <laughs> you don't take things from. And it was like, okay, great. As long as we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not like walking through like tall trees. No. No, you're walking through what is desert. Desert, basically. But you're yeah. seeing pieces of petrified wood on the ground around mm-hmm. you. It looks like a tree has fallen a lot of the times. Some of them are long logs, which is one of the trails, actually. Some of them look like, you know, someone had cut a tree down and started to cut it into pieces. And they left like, you know... Three feet pieces of, like, bow of a tree. Right. Um, And what's fascinating is, like, they say in all of the educational signage there, like, this dates back to Pangaea, mm -hmm. when all of the... Continents were together. Continents were together before they broke apart. Mm -hmm. And this... You're literally looking at a tree that is that old. Yeah. Like, it is... And that to me was like, obviously, we have things that are that old around us constantly. Right. You know, like, like all of the land that we live on. All of the land that we live on. <laughs> but, but like I'm saying, like, yeah. and you'll look at mountains and you'll look at things. But but trees are, we don't often think of trees as these things that have been around for that long. Yeah. Not that long. Well, like, that tree specifically. Like, I can't look at a tree in my backyard and be like, in 2000 years, that tree's going to be there. No. Because it's going to be all. like ash. But when you look at photos from like some of the first photos of the petrified forest that they have there. Yeah. Nothing's changed. Um, really. You know, from like the very early part of the 20th century, it's like you're looking at that picture and then you look up and it's like there, you can still see the same pieces of wood sitting there in the field. And that's amazing. Yeah. So, um, um, so the hikes that we did within petrified forest include blue Mesa, which I loved that hike. Great. Except for the, the uphill on the way back. (laughs) True. It was like a very severe dip into blue Mesa Mm -hmm. and then a very severe uphill. Right, 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 right. Um, but we, that was such a fun trip. Yeah, we did Long Logs, which also led us to Agate House. Um, Don't miss any of these. No, and really that's sort of, there was like Crystal Forest, but we sort of did that. And if we didn't, I think it wasn't something that we, Crystal Forest we may have missed, but it was like a short little jut off trail. Right, right. Um, there's also some small hikes to like, Pueblo ruins that are there that we also did, but they're like literally get out of the car and like you're there. Like yeah. it wasn't like a real proper hike. Blue Mesa, Long Logs, and Agate House were sort of like the proper 
hikey hikes. That's right. What was your favorite of those three? I think hiking out to Agate House was my favorite because mm. it was just sort of like sweeping grassland. That's the other thing about this park. It changes. Like the landscape changes so much from when you start in Painted Desert and you come down. It just shifts. I think like three or four shifts. So when we were at like Long Logs Agate House, it was like you were just in grassland. There were some like big pieces of petrified wood here and there. It was cool. It was just sweeping openness. And Agate House was just really cool because it is an entire house built out of petrified wood. Yes. Like that is uh, the most incredible thing to see. So that I think was cool. It was also like a circumstance of the lighting was beautiful at that time of day. And like, yeah, that's my favorite. I think my favorite was Blue Mesa only because I don't have words to... Clearly. (laughs) I mean, we talked about it in the episode Mm -hmm. on Petrified Forest, but it's just a hike I'd never done before. Yeah. Like, it's something you've never seen before. Yeah. And so that was, yeah, I think as far as uniqueness. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was unique. Signage, again, this is sort of a park where these hikes were not long and difficult to navigate. So, like, most of it, like... Blue like, Mesa was sort of sort of paved, right? Was, it was pa- it yeah. was like a paved thing around all of these yeah, different like dunes, like stone dunes. Stone dunes, <laughs> I guess that's what we'll <laughs> the call best them. Way I can, it, they just look like sand drip castle, basically, right. but were much more than sand. So yeah, and even like Long Logs was fairly direct, and even Agate House. So not a lot of signage, not necessary, not really easy to get too lost there um, on those particular that's trails. right so yeah let's talk about the grand canyon well let's talk about the grand canyon so we did not do bright angel trail no we were only able to do the south rim yeah. the day we went definitely more to see when we return we want to do the north yeah. rim we'd love to do part of bright angel like we went this was our first trip on very first trip this is our last park yeah. First trip, last park. We went out a bit on the Bright Angel Trail, mm-hmm. and then we were like, okay. But we essentially did the South Rim Trail the entire time, which yeah. was mostly interpretive, and gave you a great view of the canyon the entire time. Oh, yeah. So if you're interested in flat exploration, there's a version of it that you could be on, like, a paved surface the whole time. Mm-hmm. You could also be, like, on the wilderness surface, mm-hmm. like, next door to that. Yep. So there's options. Yes. There's trams that operate at the canyon. So we took two of them all the way out to Hermit's Rest, which is kind of the furthest point you can go, and then worked our way back towards Visitor Center. So that's how we did our basically 13 miles along that yes. South Rim Trail. Especially now that we camp... I am excited to go back and camp and and do Bright Angel so we can camp and yes, enjoy agreed. that. That is something it's not a by any means a regret. I think this was like our novice times of like our park travel and we sort of didn't really know what to expect. I think now we're a little we have a better practice in place for sort of like looking into things a little ahead of time and also camp now so that makes things that that makes the difference but definitely head back to the north rim and also do bright angel for sure now let's talk about acadia well i mean we did a lot (laughs) a lot of trails in acadia yes Uh, this was our second time in acadia Uh and so um the first one we talked about well the first one we did was on the Scudic Peninsula, mm-hmm. which was the Buck Cove Trail and the Anvil Trail. For the most part, those are the biggest ones. There yes. were some side little babies that we did there, too. And that was 
oh, the most wonderful. Mm -hmm. I've told everybody, I'm like, when you go to Acadia, I know there is so much to do, but don't you dare skip the Scudic Peninsula. Yeah, it was David the Gnome's forest. Oh my God, the greatest. We also were able to return to the east side of Acadia. We did, and we did, for the most part, we did a lot of trails here. We sort of like basically buttoned up everything we hadn't really done um, at this point. We did the Beehive again. This but, time we did it mm-hmm. the right way. The, we did <laughs> Not it that there's from, a wrong way, we but climbed we climbed up the beehive up instead as, of climbed down. Mm-hmm, which is better. Um, we did Champlain Mountain twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, we did the Beechcroft Trail, the Tarn, Eagle's Crag, the Quarry Trail, and we went down Ocean Walk again, which we had yeah. done before. Um, we did all of that in one day, but mm-hmm. that is split into three episodes, right? Yeah. It's split into three episodes because... That was like a an eighteen two episodes, I think. So we did five in Acadia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So two episodes. Mm-hmm. So that was like a um an eighteen mile day or yeah. something like that. Something like that. Um, totally doable. We yeah. started at seven a.m. Got and done by we like two or three. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then we went back and had pizza at the campground. It was great. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the things we remember. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the west side of Acadia, mm-hmm. which was the first time we got to go over there. And the first, we did both of these trails in the same day. This is also split into two episodes. We did Bernard the Mountain west side of the, because it's sort of split into two sections um, with a pond in between. Mm-hmm. It's called a pond. It's I'll call it a pond. Long pond. Long pond, but it's It's like a lake. Huge. Yeah. Um, so the west side of the west side, we did uh, Bernard Mountain. Yep. And then the east side of the west side, we did Beach Mountain. That's There's right. also something further east that we didn't get to, which was Acadia Mountain, which right. we, ha, hilarious, were like, we could do that at the end. And, and then we like, were so tired. Nope, the wall had come. Yeah. If you want to hear, if you really want to hear us cussing, then like definitely listen to that um, episode about Beach Mountain <sighs> the on last the, part. Like, the descent back down because Oof, uh. we went back away and it was, we don't know how people do that. Trail. How people go up it. How, I don't know. No. Because no. we essentially had to slide down the whole way. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. What was your favorite hike in Acadia? Oh. It's well, so this hard trip, to choose this trip, that. It's this, probably, trip. this trip, it's probably the Scudic Peninsula. Because yeah. that was just different and magical and not something that I think either of us were expecting. No. That was sort of like a surprise. Especially since we, were, we had done so much of Acadia on our first trip. So I thought I was like, oh, I know what to expect, and, and I mean it's going to be great. Was perfect, yeah. The weather the we- was so again, perfect. conditional experiences. The weather was like foggy and beautiful, but yeah, Scudic Peninsula was really, really fantastic. I mean, the Beehive is always wonderful. Oh it's yeah, cool. It's a, it's like that. I feel like I'm on an adult jungle gym sort of like hike. Do the Beehive early though, because it gets very crowded, it gets very busy, very fast. I have to say. 1000% Acadia might win, you know, along with the parks in Utah, Acadia might win best trail markings, like hands oh, down. So clear, especially because there are so many trails. Oh yeah. Like, it's and such they're a crisscross yeah. of choose your own adventure. And we only uh, misstepped once. Yeah. <laughs> only once. Only one time. That Which, was when we hiked was because... down Champlain Mountain after hiking up and going over it and yep. then had to go back up it back up. because we missed our turn it's fine um it's totally fine it added our steps for the day yeah but um yeah it's what would we do if we went back i would want to do the scudic peninsula again 
I would want to do Acadia Mountain. But there are things we we you can access all of these places that we just talked about from so many different ways. So there's a lot of trails that we didn't, we bypassed in order to do a different trail in order to get up to say, you know, Champlain mountain or whatever, or whichever place. But there are still some trails that I'm like, I'm curious about this. I'm curious about that. I think going back would be less of a like, okay, we're now doing this gigantic loop. It would be more like, I just want to see what this connecting piece is like and then what that connecting mm. piece is like and then this one and mm. then this one, you know? I think I would want to do the... One of my favorite hikes from Acadia was the day we did Three Peaks, Two Mountains. Oh, yeah. I would do that again. Like, That's that was great, cool. Great trail. We were also, like, alone up there. It was quiet. It was so... That's, like, hands down, I think, something that I will always remember. Oh, yeah. Like, that That was great. Um so yeah, definitely those. Let's talk about Catoctin Mountain. Great. Which is not one of the big 63 yeah. of the national parks, mm-hmm. but is a... NPS site. NPS site. One of the 423. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the thing that surrounds Camp David. Catoctin Mountain has east side trails and west side trails. Mm-hmm. The east side trails are a little more popular and the West side trails are a little less popular and a little little more wilder. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's code for like the East side trails are probably a little wider and the West side trails are more overgrown, maybe overgrown and also not as like, like foot traffic's the Mm -hmm. thing that's going to keep them up. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, we did both sides, loved both sides. Yeah, I did. I really enjoyed the East side a lot. I thought there were some challenges there. There was a lot of ascent that we had to do that was like we were huffing and cussing. But front-loading that. Front-loading that. But also the east side trails gave you views. Oh, yeah. There were so many views from the east side trail. Not necessarily. You didn't necessarily Mm -hmm. get views on the west side trail. No. But the west side trail is still... All of those are still wonderful. If you're like, I want to go into a beautiful solitary place, hike a loop that will just sort of be a beautiful time to spend in nature, yeah. then definitely oh, don't yeah. miss the West Side Trails. Yeah, and you also get some, like, shelters because the AT goes through there, right? It's near there. It's near there. So there are some there are some shelters that, like, people can duck off for. Right. Um, so, yeah, Catoctin was great. Clear trail markings, blazes on trees... That is something that was great. A lot of the times, if you were in a park that's in the West, trees aren't always prevalent. So those are Karens. This is blazes on trees, which are always very helpful. And I thought very well marked. What a hidden gem. Definitely go to Catoctin Mountain. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Our final park of the season, Gettysburg. Right. So Gettysburg was not as much of a hiking park. There are some trails. Many of them are horse trails. Horse trails that you can walk on. That you can walk on, yeah. Which are great, which we did, yeah. which we enjoyed. Yes. You could walk the whole driving tour, which is what we did. You could also bike it, which you is could. something I a think... A lot of people were doing. I would like to do and go back to do. Because Gettysburg, well, there are hills. Like, if you're going up to Little Round Top, you're going to be pushing those pedals. It's pretty flat. Like, yeah. doable. And I think it would be cool to see it via bike. There were so many monuments that we didn't stop and see along the driving tour or didn't get to see when we were walking. And that's something that is 
ever present at Gettysburg. Just like a ton of monuments. Yeah. You know, the driving tour I thought was great. It gave a good history of everything. I thought it really, you know, talked about the monuments, but also talked about the the days of fighting and how that happened. So I thought very clear and easy to follow and understand. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. There are fire towers that you can climb up. We couldn't during the time we were there because it was still early pandemic. But that is a way to get some really awesome views of the park itself. But you can get a really great view from Little Round Top. That's you can drive up to. Um, so there are places for you to be able to see some really fantastic views. So top three trails of the season. Go. Oh, top three trails of the season. Okay. Scudic Peninsula, Petroglyph Trail, Chola Cactus Garden. Oh, mm-hmm. great. Because I think they gave, those are all very different. And they gave me so many different experiences. One was more interpretive um, and sort of just a stroll, the ca- the cactus garden. Um, one was like enter into the magic of the forest. And the other was like, here's three or four different views. Plus you get petroglyphs. Like I yeah. thought that was great. Um, and that gave me a lot to, to think on. What about you? Also Scudic Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Also Petroglyph Trail. Mm-hmm. And then the Blue Mesa Trail. I figured. In Petrified Forest. Yeah. yeah. So, like, unlike anything I'd ever yeah. seen. Cool. Absolutely. What would you say was physically the toughest trail? I'm asking mm. among all of them, the most physically. Physically challenging. Like, challenging. where is the 10 of the Karen Stone of this season? Like, yeah. where does she reside? Which I don't think we gave any of them a 10. No, but... but if we had to, like, you know, pit them all against one another and say this was the toughest. Ooh, that's a great question. I am probably going to say, I want to say, like, that east side trail, Catoctin, like, the ascent on that. Oh, um, okay. I think that was the white trail. Got um, it. I feel like that felt like the most strenuous either that or maybe like the beach mountain like return bs that we had to deal with Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah what about you yeah i think it's the beach mountain return for me yeah yeah that Mm -hmm. was that was tough and i don't even want to imagine what it would be like going up no no part of me ever wishes to screams try it going up. internal scream no yeah no i don't think so yeah no. no So let's end this summit episode with a queen in a game. A so, queen in a game. A queen in a game. It's who's the title our, of our memoir. <laughs> who's the queen we're bringing to life today? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Summer Holiday. Okay, so I think she is a queen that leans into summer, meaning all of her looks are different looks you would have during the summertime. Like mm-hmm. maybe she has like a beach going look or maybe like mm-hmm. a evening outlook but mm-hmm. it's all summer inspired okay and on top of it it's all like the color palette of the sunset oh okay like I she's see. like got some really rich like light blues but also some like pinks and oranges and yellows and like that kind of color palette i can i can drive with that i do feel like like the movies of the i guess they're the 50s or the 60s like the beach movies like i feel beach blanket bingo thank you things Um, like that i feel like a lot of inspiration is drawn from like doris day and like her outfits and that's finicello yep all them yeah (laughs) and i think she sings um (laughs) 
Why does the sun keep on shining? I, what's Why <laughs> do the waves <laughs> rush to shore? What? Hold on. What is the Don't name of that song? They know it's the end <laughs> of the world. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That is so creepy. Please don't ever like walk up to me and just start singing that in my ear because I will, I, I, I will run away. I will run away. I do feel like she can take that and take it into something fun. <laughs> I was going to say, um, Cruel Summer. Oh, by Banana Rama. Yeah. yeah, girl, let's I love go. That song. So she can take that and go into Cruel Summer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I think her merch is an eye color palette with all of her with all the sunset colors. Oh, sunset color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Great. This leads us into an interesting conversation. Before we talk about. Um, the end of our our uh, our queen here is that Dusty and I are about to embark on, or by the time you have heard this episode, we will have embarked on a five week long road trip that's taking us to nine national parks, eight parks we have never been to, and returning us to Great Smoky Mountains and maybe a few national monuments. Yes, too. I think definitely a few national monuments. Yes, yeah. so. Summer holiday is very inspirational for not only the end of the summit episode, but also the end of our season and the launch into what is our summer travel. Yeah. Yeah. So, Thades and gentle thems and everyone in between, please welcome to the stage summer, summer holiday. holiday. And now let's play a game. So, this game is called Walk This Way. In this game, I'm going to be giving you a list of trails and you have to name the national park that they're in. Oh, okay. They're not necessarily from this season. In fact, I Great. don't think any of them are. Okay? I'm ready. I'm ready. So I'm going to list them off one at a time. We'll see how quickly you can get the park. Okay. Okay. Observation point. Oh my God. So many different parks. Canyon overlook. Okay. East rim. What is Grand Canyon? Incorrect. What is Black Canyon of the Gunnison? Incorrect. Emerald Pools. Oh, Zion. That's correct. There we go. The last was Watchmen. Great. Great. For 200, Odessa Lake, Gem Lake, mm-hmm. Alberta Falls. Okay. Estes Cone. What is Rocky Mountain National Park? Correct. Deer Mountain was the last one. Got I should it. say these are all parks we have been to, so they're not national parks we haven't been to. Okay. I see. So, okay. For 300, Bluff Trail. Sims Trail. Mm-mm. Nope. Weston Lake Loop. Oh. Okay. River Trail. Shenandoah. Mm-mm. New River Gorge. Mm-mm. No. Boardwalk Trail. Acadia. Mm-mm. No. Um. Oh. Congaree. That's right. <laughs> 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 All right. For 400. Golden Throne. Fremont River. Oh, Capitol Reef. That's right. Ooh, two. The others were Grand Washington, Hickman Ridge. I'm sorry, Hickman Bridge and Cohab. Is it Grand Wash or Grand Washington? I thought it was Grand Wash. Oh, I think it might be Grand Wash. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Washington, Hickman Ridge and um, Cohab Canyon. Okay. And lastly, 500. Little Baldy. Bryce Canyon. No. Mist Falls. Yosemite. No. Monarch Lake. Oh. 
High Sierra Trail. No. Big Trees Trail. Oh, Sequoia. There you go. There it is. There it is. Walk this way. Look, and with that, that that's season three, everyone. That's season three, everyone. This has been the season three summit. And also, hey, that was season three. That's right. By Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. And we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often. That adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gazeatthenationalparks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on this show, visit our website, gazeatthenationalparks.com. That's gaze, G-A-Z-E. All original artwork featured on Instagram and on our website is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge while recording this episode that we were on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Ocean County, New Jersey. Stay tuned for season four starting in the fall of 2021.